0: the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.
1: Welcome to the Seattle Mariners baseball podcast.
2: Good night baseball, a walk-off winner for Mitch Hattiger. Swing, line drive, this game is over! Kattinger ties it up here in the bottom of the ninth
3: inning. Now, here's your host, Gary Hill. Hey, how's it going? Seattle Mariners baseball podcast. I hope you had a good weekend. The Mariners certainly did. Taking three of four from the Angels. We're going to talk all about that. The home run barrage continued. Coming up at the end of this podcast, if you want to hear a piece of every single home run hit so far this season, you will with the exception of the game yesterday. But every home run in one montage, you know that's how we celebrate things with montage. So that is happening on this podcast. Every home run so far this season, as the home runs have reached an absurd level for the Mariners, including the four games against the Angels. Eric Swanson, after the off day, is going to pitch the first game of the Padres series on Tuesday. Shannon Dreyer sat down with him that's a great conversation that comes up in a few minutes as well you won't want to miss that and Rick Riz with Manny Atkus. so that's coming up as well so this is a really good podcast I hope you enjoy it Mariners I mean here's what they did they went three and one over the weekend against the Angels so excellent series anytime you go on the road and take three or four from anyone that's a good thing Uh, They just bashed the ball again. 14 home runs in four games. They scored 28 runs, 38 hits. They mixed in 26 walks. So just on average as a game, just to put it in context, I guess, uh, just about 10 hits a game, seven runs a game, three and a half homers a game, and six and a half walks. They just battered the Angels pitching staff, and it was incredible. 11-10, uh, to 10, the win in game one of the series. Just a wild victory for the Mariners. They hang on and get the win. Then they follow that up with the second game of the series, a game that was close until the long
2: ball in the ninth inning. Here's the windup and the pitch The Narvaez. Swing and a high drive deep to right field. Calhoun going back to the one track, to the wall, goodbye baseball! Back-to-back, home runs by Beckham, by Narvaez, here in the top of the ninth inning, and the Mariners now lead the Angels 5-3. Five
3: to 5-3, to and it's easy to get overlooked, but the Mariners had a couple of uh, nice starting performances in this series, including Marco Gonzalez. Who was solid through seven?
2: Gonzalez sets at the waist, his one two on the way home. Strike three called, he rings him up. Cozart is strikeout victim number six. What a brilliant night for Marco Gonzalez here at Angel Stadium as he has cruised through the last three innings and has held these Angels to just a run over seven frames.
3: So, all close games 11 to 10, game one, 5 to 3, in game two, in game three, Kikuchi. He would get his first major league win.
2: The 0 2. Strike three called. Trout is caught looking 96 from Kikuchi. Lower inside corner. Three pitches, all strikes. And Trout a left hand turn back inside the dugout.
3: And a little bit of personal history along the way for D. Gordon.
2: A Mariner at every base. Here we go, the stretch. And the O2 to Gordon, curveball, swinging a ground ball fair inside the bag at third, down the left field line. Bruce will score, rounding third, heading home. Narvaez, he will score. The throw in is going to be cut off, and D. Gordon with his one base hit, a two-run single down the left field line, and it gives the Mariners a four-to-one lead here in the top of the fourth inning.
3: And Mariners would hang on. And hang on to get the win, 6-5 to five the final. So, playing with House Money going into the finale yesterday, and it looked like this one was all Angels. Going into the ninth inning, Angels uh, a commanding lead heading into the ninth. You know, Mariners down, had just scored one run going into the ninth. It's 8-1 to one at that point. That's when things would start to get kind of interesting. Tom Murphy, who's been solid.
2: Here's the pitch, swung on, fly ball into left center field in deep. And going back to the ball, Peter Borges near the wall, and it's gone. Goodbye baseball. Tom Murphy with a two-run home run to left center field. That ball just kept going and going and going. For Murphy, his second home run of the season, it comes with Helia Board. And it's now the Angels eight and the Mariners three. You know, and then D Gordon. The look in by Ramirez. And the pitch on the way. Dee with a swing and a drive deep to right field. This one is going. It's going. It is gone. Dee Gordon with a home run is second of the season. And the Mariners go back to back with Murphy and Gordon. Holy smokes.
3: And then Mitch would make things very uncomfortable for the Angels.
2: And now the 3 2 pitch, the mid swing and a fly ball deep to left center field. Goodwin going back to the one He track wall. Goodbye, baseball. Holy smokes. Mitch Haniger with a two-out, two-run home run here in the top of the ninth inning. It's now the Angels' eight and the Mariners' six.
3: And they would bring up the tying run, and Edwin and Carnacion, but he would pop up to end the ball game. <laughs> they made things very uncomfortable for the Angels, but they do take three of four. So nice start to the road trip, nice series for the Mariners, and a well-deserved off day for the Mariners in San Diego today. They resume this road trip coming up tomorrow. San Diego... Eric Swanson takes the ball. 7-10 first pitch on Tuesday. And then day baseball coming up on Wednesday. 12 first pitch as Felix will take the ball in game two of the series against the Padres. And then back home after that. We'll talk more about what comes up at home coming up on the podcast on Wednesday. So until then, let's hear from Scott Service. His thoughts on the game yesterday. A little bit about... Well, it was a pretty solid series for the Mariners.
4: Yeah, no, we, we uh, put a little pressure on them in the ninth. Uh, I looked at Manny Active there at the top of the ninth. And said, we haven't had a homer yet today. And sure enough, uh, we, <laughs> we broke it out and, and hit a few to make it interesting. But, uh, yeah, you know, we had some chances early in the ball game. I one even had the bases loaded. I thought we had a chance to get back in it and couldn't get the big hit there, and that's kind of what it was going to take uh, early in this game today. So, it, uh I thought Mike threw the ball fine, uh, just the, the home run ball. Uh, we were on the other side of it uh, early in the ball game, and we got behind it there. And then you know, the attack on runs, that's what kind of got us at the last homestand a little bit. You know, I think everybody believes in our offense. We certainly believe in our offense. If we can keep them right there, you know, we always got a chance to come back, and you saw that in the game today. It
0: just seems to be ball's flying this year,
4: it uh, was today. I mean, certainly we've seen the day games out here. It uh, certainly travels better during the day than it does at night here. But uh, you know, balls some of the balls are really well struck. Um, you know, and you know, I think it's uh, you know it's off to a, a big start around the league uh, with the home runs this year, and we've certainly been the, the benefactor of that.
5: The team's been playing so well, but how difficult was it to come out here and try and get this sweep?
4: It's hard to sweep anybody in a four-game series. You have to have a lot of things go your way, and, and a lot of guys step up in and, and different spots in your bullpen and whatnot. But, uh, you know, we swung the bat very well in this series. Uh, we've just swung very well on the road all year, so hopefully it'll continue. Hit Domingo, the,
5: the one, test out a little bit on the, the throw.
4: Yeah, um, certainly, you know, uh, ball hit hard to, to right center, try to, to stretch that into a double. Uh, we made a couple outs on the bases today, but that hurt us. Um, you know, you can't give them free outs, and certainly kind of when we kind of had their pitching up against it in a couple innings and let them off the hook a little bit. But, uh, yeah, got to make a little bit better decisions there.
3: It's amazing. 56 homers now for the Mariners. They're up on the Dodgers by 12. Dodgers have the second most. Just for context, too, the Tigers, they've hit 11 this season. 56 home runs. The Mariners hit more home runs in this series against the Angels than the Tigers have hit all season. I mean, the Tigers have scored 61 runs. Mariners almost have more home runs than the Tigers have runs. For context, it is just incredible. Mariners now reach the 100 walk plateau as well that's third most in baseball behind the dodgers and the phillies so getting on base a ton hitting a ton of home runs striking out a lot too but and it's the formula has worked mariners 160 runs this year by far the leaders in baseball again dodgers second in that category as well at 136 so not particularly close and you know it's not like Mariners have a ton of games under their belts more than a lot of other teams. Dodgers, for example, they've just played one fewer game than the Mariners, so not much separation there. Man, it's just, it's incredible what this offense has been doing. Pretty cool scene, too. D. Gordon getting hit number 1,000 during the series. Kikuchi, his first Major League win. Daniel Vogelback, after a ball game with Shannon, talked about that. Uh, Not only getting the win, but getting the win during those circumstances as well
6: thank you rick so much good in this game i'm catching up with daniel volgoback you saw pitching you saw a lot of offense you saw some defense out there let's just go ahead and start with the offense four home runs last night four home runs tonight you guys power up you seem to hit them in bunches how do you kind of feed off each other when you see that
7: well let's not forget D's thousand pit either Uh,
6: we're getting to that
7: yeah um (laughs) I mean, I just think that up and down the order, you know, we have guys that can leave the ballpark at any time. And um, I think the biggest thing is with so many patient hitters and guys that just continue to wait for their pitch and grind uh, at bats out. And I think it take a, takes a toll on the pitcher, and it definitely helps the guy behind them. So, um, you know, it's just a fun time right now, and I'm happy to be in the uh, lineup.
6: You've had that patience. What do you think others have learned about patience this year?
7: Um, I mean, It's just looking for something that you can do damage with. And, you know, I think too many times, you know, I've gone through stretches where you just get yourself out early on pitches that you can't really do anything with. And um, so I'm just trying to get a pitch early that I can do damage with. And if I can't, you know, fighting off pitches until I can get one.
6: Early in the game, too. And Cahill's a guy that gave you guys trouble at at T-Mobile Park earlier this season. What are you looking for early from him?
7: I mean, you can't get too picky with him. He makes the ball go both ways. Um, He works fast. He throws a lot of strikes. And, um, you know, he's got good stuff. He's been successful for a long time, and he knows what he's doing. He knows how to pitch. So just trying to find something early that you can put a barrel on.
6: You brought up D's 1,000 pit, another big one. You helped Yusei Kikuchi to his first big league win. That's huge for him. It's been his dream to play here, to get that win. You're smiling. What does that mean?
7: I just know how hard he works and how much he cares. And um, we've been trying to get one for him for a long time, and he deserves it so much. And um, something tells me it's just one of a lot. And um, it's fun when he pitches, and, he, man, he fires me up because he's so so passionate. He's sweating out there. He cares so much. And um, I'm just happy that uh, he's on our side.
6: Well, it's great to watch all around tonight. We're going to have fireworks here in a second. I think I'll let you go. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you.
3: Good stuff right there from Daniel Vogelbeck, who's off
8: to a ridiculous start as well. So
3: let's talk some more offense. Rick Riz with Manny Atkin.
8: It's fun. It's a fun ball club. It's a group of young, energetic guys that are really buying into the philosophy of controlling the zone and and doing some damage. Here and there, we're going to run against guys like Verlander and Cole and Bauer and Carrasco and so forth. This is the big leagues. But the majority of the time, these guys are going to grind a bat, make the start at work, and hit some bombs like they've been doing.
5: Let's talk about those home runs and runs scored. You're leading the, the major leagues in home runs, runs scored and hits, total bases, RBIs, slugging percentage, uh, OPS. Um, how have they made, been able to do all that? You talked about, you know, controlling the zone. But so many guys coming together, new guys, veteran guys coming over, young guys coming up and coming over. How did you meld all those guys together to do what you've done the first month of the season?
8: Well, our front office uh, target those guys for those uh, particular reason, and uh, the only guy that was here and and, and wasn't that type of hitter was D Gordon because it worked for him in the past to be very aggressive at the plate. But now he's buying into it himself, and uh, it's he's having better at bats, and uh, and it's a whole team, and that's the thing. You know, you target guys like that, you put them together, you let them play together. And then once those guys, we mold them the way we want, and then you can have a a very fun team, which is uh, the case right now. If you look at the home run record, um, starting the season, I mean, the record was 14, and we blew it by six games. It's it's very significant, and it was done early in the game, middle of the game, late in the game. We stopped for a day, and then we continue to do it right now. So I'm not saying uh, this is going to stay... Uh, the course throughout the whole 162 games but I think our offense is going to be there just because of the approach that our whole lineup has.
5: You have been doing such incredible things here in the early part of this season what in the world do you and Scott talk about inside these dugouts when all that is is going on scoring runs and hitting home runs at a record clip?
8: Well we're we're happy Uh, first of all because of the guys have bought into what we're trying to do here and we can see it. And whenever a guy, it's, it's falling off a little bit. You know, the hitting coaches just get them back together and and remind them what what made us successful the first two weeks of the season. Uh, but um, the, the toughest job here, as you know, it's 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 every day, you know, piece the bullpen together because we lost uh, some big parts of our bullpen, and we know how bullpens are. Every year, things change, and and. Our pitchers, for the most part, our starters—they give us a chance. We don't have uh, guys in our rotation that are going to strike everybody out, uh, so we have to play good defense. But for the most part, it's been you know piecing the bullpen together, especially since uh, Strickland went down early in the year.
5: Exactly, the guys getting the job done. I want to talk to you about a guy in particular and a few guys. Uh, Domingo Santana he gets one day off, then he gets back in the lineup. Hits an opposite field home run to right field fifth home run of the year this kid has been so amazing leading the league in rbis what are you seeing from domingo santana here in the early part of the year
8: well domingo fits uh, perfectly what we're trying to do here you know he's a young guy who can control the strike zone he's done it on the past in the past in, in philadelphia houston milwaukee and he's very young so he's a guy that we had an opportunity to bring over here and and and, and throw him out there go ahead play every single day you're going to play no matter what and uh our philosophy just match with Domingo. He has come in. Uh, He has blend very well with our, with our guys over here. And uh, he's a great kid. He's big as you've seen him, you know, with, uh, with, uh, you know, with desire to do something in this game. And, you know, so far so good. Uh, I think that, you know, the decision of bringing him aboard was a a terrific one because, as I said, he matches everything we're trying to do here.
5: And then there's Daniel back. This kid had nothing to prove down at Triple-A, Manny. You're smiling. You're leaving laughing right now what he's doing, home runs in the walks. And what are you seeing out of Daniel this year compared to the previous two?
8: He's had an opportunity to play this year. You know, in the past... Unfortunately, as you mentioned, he's done everything we asked him to do in AAA offensive, offensively. And, uh, you know, he was here, He was blocked by, by Nelly Cruz here. We had an opportunity uh, to give him a bats this year. We're rotating him with uh, the Bruce and, and Encarnacion and, and Healy and those guys. And, uh, you know, every day we're trying to make space for that bat in the lineup. And uh, the guys have been very receptive. The other guys... Uh, giving him an opportunity to get in there, rotating guys, keeping them fresh. And uh, he's, he's proven that you know just with the bats up here, he could do some damage.
5: So many guys are having a great start here in 2019. Manny, it's got to be fun watching this team from your vantage point alongside uh, Scott Service. Thank you very much on this Easter Sunday, and thanks for
8: being our guest here on Coach's Corner. Thank you, Rick, and uh, hopefully we'll continue to have fun with these guys. And even if we don't keep it up, it's still going to be a fun year because we could see the progress on a daily basis. Good luck this afternoon. Thank you, Rick.
3: Now, Shannon Dreyer, with the starter coming up on Tuesday, Eric Swanson.
8: You had the
6: opportunity to get your feet wet in Kansas City, and that's always a whirlwind. It's usually a whirlwind day. Some usually are called from a strange place and flown across the country. and You had one of the tougher travel stories, it sounded like.
9: Yeah, I was told in the Sacramento Airport when we were getting ready to come back to Tacoma and I ended up making that flight and then flew out the next morning at about 9.45 to uh, meet the team in, in Kansas City.
6: And your luggage had to be FedExed, you said?
9: Yeah, my bag had to be or it was FedExed from Sacramento to Tacoma since we had a noon game the day before, and it didn't get there till about 7.45. The morning, I had to fly out and meet the team, um, so I had to go back to the field and pick it up and, and had a close call at the airport.
6: Was it Darren Brown who told you?
9: It was actually Andy McKay had sent me a text and told me to call him immediately. We were kind of all scattered throughout the airport at that point. We had a, we had a few hours until our flight took off. Um, but Andy McKay called me and, and told me the news, and then uh, not long after, Brown met me where I was sitting at and uh, delivered the news himself.
6: When the trade was made, you were one of the interesting names and everybody kind of did a deep dive into the numbers and, and tries to see what you are on paper. How do you self-scout yourself as a pitcher?
9: I mean, if, I, if I'm watching myself pitch, I would say that, you know, I, I'm a very aggressive pitcher, especially with my fastball. I'm very fastball dominant. Um, I can throw a slider, change up both for strikes. Both of them have, have the capability to be an out pitch for me. Um, but the thing that stands out the most to a lot of people, I think is that I'm very aggressive with my fastball. Um, I use that quite often. I know I do that, and that's that's why I think I have uh, the success that I have.
6: We saw some dramatic improvements in some of your numbers in Triple A. What did you, you you come up a level? What did you account for with that?
9: You know, in 2017, that was my first full season with with the Yankees, and I was working on a few new things with them. Um, hit some bumps in the road that year and towards the end is when it started to smooth itself out a little bit and kept working on it throughout the offseason brought it into spring training in 18 um, and then started the year at double A for the first time and you know I I just think me working on a bunch of different things that I had been doing the previous year and fine fine tuning them allowed me to have that success throughout my short stint in double A and then triple A last year as well
6: Sometimes, when you go to a new organization, they have new eyes. It sounds like they gave you some new things to, to look at.
9: Yes, yes, they definitely did. Um, you know, it's you kind of you come over to a new area or to a new team, new faces um, that might be doing new things that some, some clubs aren't. And that was the case with, with uh, New York and with Seattle, I've noticed this year. Um, you know the analytic side of the game is is changing a lot and I'm trying to take a whole advantage of that and that's something that I've been working on a lot over the last couple of years and being able to to continue that in this organization has been awesome.
6: You're not the only one who's trying to catch up with it in the last couple of years I mean it's some organizations are only now just jumping on a lot of guys were resistant to it earlier what do you take from the numbers?
9: Uh, You know me personally it's It's just kind of the way my fastball plays, certain parts of the zone where it plays. Um, And that's something that I didn't learn. I didn't even know existed until 2017. Um, And being able to incorporate that in my game was, was the most difficult part about it. But now that I have a better understanding of how... You know, each one of my pitches plays a certain part of the zones, different counts against different hitters. You know, it's starting to make sense to me, and I'm able to, to bring that into games and, and seeing success with it. Have
6: yeah, weapons you didn't know you had.
9: Yeah, exactly.
6: <laughs> it's good to have extras, right?
9: Yes, yes.
6: <laughs> hey, uh, we just went over your, your history. You see North Dakota next to your name, and there are not a lot of players, let alone pitchers, come out of North Dakota. How did you get into baseball in Fargo?
9: uh started when i was young just you know the typical um you know backyard with with my dad and um my dad was was a football player and and threw the javelin and track and field so he had a pretty good arm i guess it just you know came over to me (laughs) me and my brother and uh you know we just continued to do it as i moved away and and each city that i lived in growing up
6: did you play football also
9: I did. I played football in high school. What position? I was a tight end, wide receiver.
6: You look like a tight end, so that makes a lot of sense.
9: Yeah, I was also a little (laughs) bit smaller back then too, so. Okay, like
6: tight end on the mound right now. Good tight end on the mound right now. Um, When you were playing in in, in Fargo, I mean, can you have an off? What's an off season like there? What kind of where do you work?
9: Um, So I have a few different facilities. Uh, baseball facilities up there The local college North Dakota State has, has allowed me to To throw with With their team A little bit And use their facilities To work out And then I have another um, Baseball facility I give lessons at Within Fargo um, And I'm allowed to, to Work out in there as well And he You know They have different Tools that help out With the analytics side Of the game uh-huh. um, So it's nice it To be able to use Yeah Soto, Yep Yep so I'm able to use that. Um, indoors, obviously, it's kind of tricky to, to throw outdoors uh, in the wintertime, but uh, I, I, there's no shortage of places for me to go to, that's for sure.
6: No, it's absolutely worked if you're here right now, so that that's great. Uh, do you have any other little young pitchers coming up from North Dakota? You said you were giving lessons.
9: Oh, man. Most of the kids I give lessons to are in that 10 to 14 range. There's a couple high school kids that I'll give lessons to. Um, but there's only a, there's I think four of four or five of us from North Dakota that are playing professionally right now. Yeah. Um, and then other than that, Roger Maris was, was, uh, he was, pretty was good. the big name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep.
6: He was definitely pretty good. Well Eric, we're looking forward to seeing you out on the mountain a longer outing. Thank you so much.
2: Thank you very much. And finally, dingers. Swinging a well-hit ball deep to left center field. Goodbye baseball, Tim Beckham. Giddy-up, gone! Red slam, Domingo Santana. Say goodbye, 15 rows up. Mitch Hanniger with a home run. Way out of here. Ryan Healy with his first home run of the 2019 season. Going, going. Goodbye baseball. And when Encarnacion, his first hit in a Mariners uniform, is crushed to center off of Chris Sale. It's BP on opening day against Chris Sale. The third Mariners home run and the second from Tim Beckham. Ryan Healy joins the home run hit parade. It's the fifth Mariners home run. Today on opening day against the Red Sox. Alex Smith with a leadoff home run. Domingo Santana has done it again into the Boston bullpen. Narvaez taps one into the corner just fair. Going, going. Goodbye, baseball. Jay Bruce home run right field. Omar Narvaez. Jay Bruce with a home run last night and a home run this afternoon. That baby's way out of here. ball kept going and going and going. Holy smokes into the White Sox bullpen. Two run
8: homer Ryan Healy. We got a tie
2: ball game here in Chicago. Top of the six. That baby's gone. It's a two-run homer for Mitch Haniger, And the Mariners have the 8-6 lead. Goodbye, baseball. Jay Bruce. Goodbye, baseball. Tim Beckham. He did it again. Jay Bruce. Off the bat of Edwin Encarnacion. He's carrying the parrot around the bases. And the pitch on the way to Vogelback, swinging a drive deep to right field. Way back she goes. And this one is gone. Goodbye, baseball. Does he have another one? Yes, he does. Goodbye, baseball. Daniel Vogelback back with his second home run of the afternoon and home runs in four consecutive games. Dylan Moore with his first home run on the season to straightaway left field. First offering of the inning, swing and a line drive, crushed high, deep left center field, carrying back, go on top. Swing, clobbered, high deep left field, Encarnacion second time same inning to the fountains going and going goodbye baseball, Jay Bruce with one swing of the bat the Mariners have tied a major league record and they have set a major league record It is the 14th consecutive game in which the Mariners have hit a home run. That ties the 2002 Cleveland Indians. Fifteen games now, Rick Riz, that the Mariners have hit a home run to open up the season. Just extraordinary. This baby's a laser shot, and it's gone! Fogo back is given the Mariners a 7-6, 10th inning lead here in Kansas City. Tom Murphy with his first home run in the Mariners uniform. Now the Mariners have hit home runs in 17 consecutive games, and they have now hit home runs in their first 18 games of the year, so they just keep adding on to the Major League record. Here's the pitch, swung on and belted. Way out of here to left center field. Goodbye baseball over the out-of-town scoreboard. Narvaez with a home run. Goes back-to-back with Edwin Encarnacion. Jay Bruce with a home run here in the bottom of the eighth inning. And the Mariners extend their Major League record. 20 consecutive games to start the year with a daily dinger going out the bedrock goodbye baseball ryan healy swing cork deep left field does he have another it is back it is gone home run ryan healy the pitch okay. in our swing clobbered high deep right field and this is wig Over the high board and right, Omar Narvaez, his fourth of the season. It's a three-run jack in the seventh. Into the sea of red over the out-of-town scoreboard in right field, Jay Bruce has just belted his ninth home run of the season and the 1-2 to Vogelback, swing and a well hit ball way out of here to right field and this one is gone goodbye baseball Tim Beckham with a leadoff home run here in the top of the ninth inning into the Mariners bullpen here's the lineup and the pitch to Narvaez swing and a high drive deep to right field Calhoun going back to the one he tracked to the wall goodbye baseball Hooking and hooking fair. Goodbye, baseball. Fan the pitch bogey with a swing and a drive deep to right field. This one is way out of here. Goodbye, baseball. Edwin Encarnacion with a long home run, swinging a high fly ball slicing deep to right field to the big wall and gone. Home run, Domingo Santana. Make it 11 home runs this series against the Angels. The fourth tonight, Santana going deep, and it's now 6-4 Mariners.